0: Welcome to The Sweetest Little Life. I'm your host, Courtney Hansen, author, creatrix, NLP coach, hypnotherapist, and Reiki master, yoga instructor, and meditation expert. As seen on Fox, CBS, NBC, and CEO medium, I am here to guide you into the duality of life and step into the sweetest little life that is right in front of you by empowering you to heal, step into purpose, and become the divine inner goddess that you are. We're destined to be. If you guys are interested in signing up for the Adventure Challenge, just head to www.theadventurechallenge.com and use code Courtney, C O U R T N E Y 15. Again, that's Courtney15 at checkout and start adventuring what this is is it's a book that you get to scratch off an adventure at random go go out with your family and experience what spontaneity truly is you have no idea what the adventure is it comes with a snap camera which is super fun so you can take a picture of your adventure and then put it in the book it is amazing head on over and check it out and get your fun on Happy Friday. I am so excited for today's episode. And can you take a minute and just introduce yourself to the audience? Thank you so much for being on The Sweetest Little Life today.
1: You're so welcome. And my name is Sinead Cracknell. I am a trauma coach and healer and that's who I am and what I do in a nutshell.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Love it. So I always kick off with just your journey on what led you into knowing this is my purpose, this is what I'm supposed to be doing and truly walking in your dharma.
1: Do you know, that's a really interesting question and many people ask me that and I tend to respond in the same way. And it's the fact that I always had this inner knowing that I was here to help and guide others. And I feel that predominantly that's one of the reasons why I have experienced um, a tremendous amount of trauma throughout my life. So I would Mm -hmm. be able to help others and understand them and empathize with them on a more, you know, a deeper level. So that is really how i found my purpose is just trusting that inner knowing um i didn't know how it was going to turn up or show up for me because you know as with life we tend to go off on a tangent and meander down different paths and things like that so there was a time where i really wanted to be a famous singer and a sound engineer and everything else but i think that was all part of the process and experience that um part of my journey so I could experience more trauma to be quite honest with you (laughs) so I got to a stage where I've I felt really cool to become a therapeutic counsellor um because I felt that I didn't have enough support going through my own journey so I wanted to understand myself I almost became my own guru and teacher and counsellor and I started my journey on that path Um, and then decided that it was really trauma and the deeper layers and levels that I wanted to work with so the body not just the mind Mm. you know just not just the talking therapy but really connecting somatically with myself and with others as well so I didn't know anything about that until I started to become, you know, started the training to become a counsellor. But as I delved deeper into my own journey and my own healing of trauma, I discovered new ways to do to be able to do that. I was like, okay, I want in. I want to know how to do all of this so I can help others. But as I said, it was just this deep inner knowing that had been with me since childhood.
0: Mm, yeah, that is so powerful. I'll never forget. I um, had never put two and two together. It's we our journeys are very very similar, and I've been through so much trauma. And I sat in this therapist's office and she was a trauma therapist. And I was like, and this was the second I decided that I was going to be a trauma therapist. (laughs) And she looked at me and she goes, If I took an x ray of your brain right now, and then I took an x ray of your brain when we're done working together, the actual x ray will look different because you are storing so much trauma at a physiological level. And I was like, Wait, what? It's in our bodies? Like, what do you mean it's in our bodies? And it sent me down this rabbit hole of knowledge and wisdom to just chase because the fact uh, of our minds and bodies simultaneously working together like that just fascinated me and how our bodies try and keep us safe by holding on to this trauma that's making us more sick.
1: Mm. Oh, I love that. That sounds so beautiful. And that's pretty much what happened with me as well as the first time I worked with a coach. And worked, you know, somatically through my own trauma. I was like, okay, I wanna do this. Mm-hmm. I I don't wanna talk, I don't wanna just talk to people or listen to people. I wanna be able to use these tools and techniques and modalities to be able to help others fully and completely. And I think also with with therapy and counseling, I think for me personally, it was almost I I had I had experienced disassociation for so many years of my life. Mm. I'm actually working through like therapy and counseling and becoming a counseling. It's almost as if I was actually still allowing that to happen. It was still me being disassociated from my body. And it wasn't until I made that connection between the mind and the body that I started to fully heal and to understand, okay, there's more to this and I want to know all about it and how I can help people that way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So tell me about your soul plan readings. This is so intriguing to me.
1: Oh my goodness. Soul plan readings are really fascinating. It's actually something, it's, it's funny you bring that up because it's literally <laughs> something that I've just decided to offer as a Almost like a a bonus gift when people sign up for coaching with me now. So it's something that I actually don't offer as a a one-off service. But, however, soul plan readings are incredible. They're basically a soul plan. Your soul plan is based on the vibration of your birth name. So your birth name is translated into an old Hebrew text um, based on the Sefer Yetzirah, so it's an ancient text, and each letter is translated into a number and a symbol, and it's all very much around the twenty. So, the the number of letters in this alphabet, the ancient text alphabet, is twenty two, and these twenty two letters represent the twenty two. Um, energies of life and creation. And this is th- these are the energies that we carry with us throughout our lives, regardless of whether we change our names or not. So these are going to be the dominant energies that we carry with us. And the soul plan will basically tell you Everything that you're going to go through in your life. So all the challenges, health, relationships, childhood trauma stuff, you name it, right down to the specific body organ or your little left toe or, you know, all of those things. But it's also going to tell you how you can overcome those challenges. It goes into what your your talents are. So what you are naturally gifted at doing or be, at being, and it will tell you how to lean more into those those talents and gifts and also what your purpose here is in this lifetime. Obviously, we all have free will and free choice, so it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do what's written in your soul plan, but it does give you that sense of purpose where, as before, you may have felt like lacking in direction or purpose or anything like that so it's it really kind of highlights all your different aspects and layers of what's already within your soul contract that you can if you choose to develop or lean into or whatever you want to do with it so it's really fascinating because it's so nuanced there's so much information to it it'll actually tell you what kind of you know what kind of meditations you should be doing or mm. what kind of life coach you should be working with or what kind of counseling you should be um doing or uh, rituals you should be incorporating if you're good at art or if you should be writing a book or you know all of this stuff is 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 written in your soul plan reading it's it's amazing
0: (laughs) how eye-opening to have access to that and obviously we have the power of choice but being able to I mean especially now in the this transition time that we're all in just as a collective being able to have that guidance to you know be like okay this is at least a path that I can explore and go down and see if it resonates oh wow
1: Yes, and I'm going to be honest. My own soul plan reading changed my life because it's not just a reading. So when you sit down in front of your own soul plan, those symbols that I was mentioning earlier, they activate you on an energetic level. So they activate your soul plan. So we all come into this world with a soul plan, with a soul contract. And obviously through conditioning and whatever else happens, to us um, throughout our lives, we we kind of move away from our authenticity, um, move away from what we were actually born to do. So the symbols then reactivate that energy within you um, and on a cellular level, on a DNA level, and then at the end of the reading, you have the opportunity to actually activate that soul plan once again. And then that integrates into your heart center. So it causes, it creates massive shifts. You're literally in that activation through the whole process. You're releasing limiting beliefs. You're activating spiritual gifts. You're, you name it, it's going on in this reading. It's so powerful. and It it really changed my life. And it's changed many lives of the people that I've given readings to.
0: So this is very vast there are a lot of different layers and levels to it although it seems like here's here's what it is but within it there's a lot of hidden things for activation.
1: There is yeah, oh. there truly is and that's how it like differentiates I for me personally what I know of human design reading or astrology or anything like that. Birth mean, chart is, yeah. Yeah exactly I mean I have looked at recently looked at my solar return, uh, you know, chart for this year. And I felt quite activated by looking at that. But previously, I hadn't done. But I know that this and not everybody does when they look at their birth charts or look Mm. at things like that. But the soul plan reading, you feel it, you feel it viscerally. I mean, after a reading, clients react, Differently from one another. It's not the same for everybody. But some of my clients have literally they've been I mean, including myself, I felt absolutely exhausted afterwards. It took me at least two or three nights sleep to integrate the energy and the shift and the upgrade and the activation. And it's been the same for my clients as well. And some of the clients that I've worked with, their channeling abilities have just gone through the roof. Mm. They've been more connected to spirit and guides and bit their heal energy healing has been a lot more powerful. I mean this this is this whole process is just incredible. And I feel so grateful to be able to have you know offered that as a service. And I mean yes. if anyone's listening and they are interested, you know, I am open <laughs> to doing a one-off service, but as I said it's not something I'm advertising at the moment. I'm a girl yes. first client right
0: here. I'm in lovely <laughs> Amazing. Oh my gosh. Well, let's talk after the podcast. I'm like, I was sold 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just having these tools within our life to have as a foundation when we're, you know, just building on ourselves. Because I was just so funny how the synchronicities pop up. But I was just speaking to someone and they're like, Yeah, I'm healed. I'm like, You're never healed. Like, you're that's why we're here on this earth is like we're constantly learning lessons and on this journey. And so, Being able to find these things that are complete gems and life changing to step into who you are destined to be is powerful beyond words.
1: It truly is. And I love the fact that you said that you're never healed because you aren't. And just when you think that you are or that you've overcome one layer, there's okay. something else that crops <laughs> up and said, no, no, yeah. actually, you forgot about this. So you need to deal with this part.
0: <laughs> the universe has quite a sense of humor, right?
1: Oh, my God. Cosmic <laughs> joke after cosmic joke,
0: Courtney. <laughs> oh, I feel that on such a deep, deep level. <laughs> So, I think it is really fascinating and this has come up so much lately um, with I was just doing a training on this and my mind was blown and I saw that you had actually walked through this firsthand. So, so often, um, I was in this training and the instructor was teaching about how oftentimes, with our gifts and when we're in the process of activating them, they're actually very active when we're children because, you know, that zero to seven age is, you know, our, we're still forming, learning, we're still so connected and all those limiting beliefs aren't instilled. And oftentimes we, if we are different from what society tells us we need to look, feel, think, then we are diagnosed with a mental illness. And he was explaining that a lot and off, like more times than not, people that are diagnosed with a mental illness are actually just more clear thinking of the dimensions of where, like they're just more ascended. They're higher up. They can see more clearly. They experience things at a deeper level. And I, the way he broke it down was the most beautiful thing. I was just sobbing. And then as I was going over our notes before we spoke, you've been through this.
1: I have. I have been through this, yes. Um, 18 years ago, I was diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. And I was uh, sectioned into a psych ward for a few months. How, yes. how old were you when this happened? I was in my, well, I'm 44 now. <laughs> um, I was in my 20s. I was in my 20s, yeah. I think about 26. I'm trying to work out the math, but it's not working right now. But yes. Uh, and they- firstly, I want to say thank you for your validation in that. And that, and from your tutor or your teacher, whoever it is that's that's spoken to you around this um, particular topic, um, I'm glad that this is being taught a lot more, and that people are learning about this a lot more, because this is one of the things that I I wish to convey through my message as well is that. It's not necessarily a mental illness that you're experiencing. It could be the fact that you feel and sense and think a lot more deeply than you, have been, than you have been taught. Or you may be a little bit different to others that don't feel or sense or think the same as you. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are unwell, mentally unwell. So, yes, I have been through it.
0: And Western medicine is just like, here's a diagnosis, here's your identity. And I was, I was just talking about this. So my mother-in-law is a very good example of this. She has a lot of ailments, but she identifies with them. And so the doctor will say, you have this. And that is who she has become, is that thing that the doctor told her she had. Mm-hmm. And what made me so passionate about researching this so deeply was that my oldest Was diagnosed with autism. So he was having these extreme outbreaks and he's been through a lot of trauma within HIT when he was younger. And, but he was having these like emotional outbreaks. And it was, we took him to the doctor and they're like, oh, he has anxiety. Oh, he has impulse control. Oh, he has ADHD. Let's give him some meds. And then finally they're like, oh, he has autism, but he's just so high functioning that you would never be able to tell. But internally it's um, really hard for him. And I'm like, huh, okay. And I had sat down and had this conversation with him and I was like, can you tell me like why you get so mad? Like why you can't control things? And he's like, because I never get to get a word out. Everyone wants me to behave a certain way and that's, I can't control it. And he goes, I need to be able to talk about how I feel. And I was just beside myself. I was like, you need space. Like you need that permission to be able to go scream in a pillow or go, you know, which we all need that permission to do. But in our society it's so frowned upon to even feel the emotion anger in general so when you're displaying this on a public level it's very frowned upon and so being able to open up that space for people to just feel instead of being like here's a pill here's a drink just numb out don't feel it Mm,
1: yeah and your your child sounds like a beautiful child and a very gifted child as well and i think that yes i i feel that so often it's a lot easier for especially western medicines to put a stick and label on it instead of actually finding a root cause yeah. um, or understanding the person as an individual
0: so how were you able Uh, what was your after after you had were diagnosed with the schizophrenia where did your deciphering moment come from that you were actually gifted and this in fact was not a mental illness this was gifts that you just hadn't channeled in yet
1: I even when I was going through the actual experience I always believed whatever was coming through for me at the time to be true I always believed that it wasn't a mental illness. I believed that there was so much coming through for me. I was seeing things. I was hearing things. I was getting downloads. I was, you know, things from past lives were coming up. um, Messages from my childhood that I'd suppressed around traumas and things like that. It was all coming up. And what actually triggered all of this was my... I was abusing cannabis. So I was actually wide open for all this information to come through me. Mm. And being quite a highly sensitive person, anyway, it was almost as if there was no filter. Like, I was already psychic, you know, I was already a highly sensitive person, but when you actually open up, so I was smoking a lot of weed to escape the reality, my reality of trauma and the suppressed trauma, which I didn't understand at the time, but when this information was coming through to me at such a rapid speed, it was like, it was information overload, but there was a part of me, again, that, that, that inner knowing that knew whatever was coming through, it was true. But I just went and I was so scared, Courtney. I didn't know. I felt like I was going to die. I thought, you know, I didn't know what was going on because there was so much information. My family didn't understand. And the only thing that I knew to do because I didn't know anything about spiritual healers or shamans or you know, anything like that at the time. And my family certain, certainly didn't know that either because I was brought up as Catholic. So not that that's you know, the reason as to why we didn't know about that, but it wasn't so kind of around us at the time. You know, it wasn't so readily available like it is now. You just go onto Instagram or Facebook and just find a healer. It wasn't yeah. like that back then. So the only thing that I knew to do at the time, and it was my decision, it was my choice to go to the doctor and say, I can't cope with this. I, cannot, I, I wasn't sleeping. I was seeing things, as I said. Um, there was, it was just too much. So I went to the doctor. I said, I need help. And then they sent me to the psych ward and that's when the medication started mm-hmm. and they just started and and then i was i was afraid of for my life then as well because it was a different environment different energies different people you know different energies coming through those different people so mm. it was almost as if i was going from out of the frying pan into the fire and it just kind of it spiraled and the only way that they knew how to control or understand this was by diagnosing me with something and giving me medication to try and uh, stop it instead of trying to understand on a root level because they weren't equipped to understand what was going on because they didn't, they didn't want to know. They didn't need to know. I was in a Western medical center. That's not what they do in there yeah. unless, you know, you've got some light worker that's working in there or a spiritual healer that's working there. But none of those people were. So when the diagnosis came out, as you said earlier on, you know, your, was it your mother-in-law that's defining herself yes. as a diagnosis. That's who I was. That's who I was until about five or six years ago. I mm. was paranoid schizophrenic. That's how I defined myself. I owned that, that diagnosis. And that then that then just became who I was. I, you know, there was, you know, I would have a bad mood or I wasn't sleeping or I was doing something a little bit quirky. Oh, that's because I was paranoid schizophrenic. That was my excuse for everything. I didn't question it. I just ran with it because I thought, well, they know better than I do. Even though this inner knowing was there, it was like, well, these people know more than I do. So therefore they must be right. So I didn't question it. And that's how I coped was with the medication and just putting that label on myself. And it was yeah. only when I started to, you know, studying to become a counsellor, I, I became an energy healer. I was always into crystals and all of that kind of woo stuff. And, but it was only really when I was diagnosed with bowel cancer, I was like, there's more to life than this. I need to know what's going on. And that was the wake-up call and having my daughter, both of those things um, synchronistically with the things that woke me up.
0: It's amazing to hear and thank you for just being so vulnerable and open. Our stories are so much alike. I'm just in tears right now. Um, God bless you. Oh, um, yes, yeah, something very similar happened to me. I was after my third child. I just felt very empty and I didn't know why. And I had postpartum, and my husband had left for nine months. Well, long story short. I fi- finally got to the point that I was like drinking nonstop just to not feel like how I was feeling inside. And I went to the doctor and they're like, oh, you have postpartum depression. You've It's just been untreated. Here's some Prozac. Here's some Xanax. You're good. Okay. Well, I had a reverse effect to it. So instead of it doing what it was supposed to do, it made me, as they say, it made me like in a manic bipolar state, mm-hmm. which I've never been diagnosed with anything my entire life. But it brought out this side of me that like I I lost days of my life I ended up going to jail because I was so out of control and same thing it was like you know give them medicine oh the medicine doesn't work lock them up like and those are the two options and I look back at that and it was such a painful time and then I hear your story and the deep pain and the trauma that comes from it but when I sat in that therapist office this is what brought me to the woman that changed my life and she looked at me and she was like you don't have postpartum depression and I was like yeah I do that's what's causing all these things that's why I'm drinking so much she's like no you have like deep-seated childhood trauma that you've compartmentalized and put this pretty little bow on and just never dealt with and she goes and now it's resurfacing and she's like you're you know essentially midlife everything's coming out and I was like oh this can't happen right now and she's like well the floodgates are open so let's let's start healing Um, and it was after that but I look back at these times of when universe or God, whatever you want to call it, dismantles us down to just nothing, to when we're just so empty, but it's to build us back up to this beauty, like the work you're doing now and all the women you're helping, it's just, ah, there's some tears. It's just beautiful to hear stories and just how everyone, you know, goes through these really broken moments in order to become these divine helpers in the universe.
1: And thank you for sharing all of that with me. This woman sounds like a true gift. And I bet you're truly grateful for finding her and being guided to her. And it gave you some, you know, brought some solace for you. And yes, I I do believe that we do need to be broken. We Mm -hmm. need to be broken into thousands of pieces to find that strength, to rebuild ourselves and then show up, show up and show others that it is possible, and that's what I want to do with my life is to show others and inspire others that it is possible. Things yeah. can change, and there is mon- one—you know—there are more answers. There's not just one answer. There's a plethora of answers, and to get mm. curious.
0: Yes, I, I tell everyone: ask why to everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why you yeah. think that? Why you believe that? Why you're to that? And when we start asking those questions to ourselves, a lot starts to unfold. And I don't know, I'm a huge advocate of shadow work. It changed my life in so many ways.
1: Yeah, we are nothing without our shadow. Yes. That is who we are. That's yeah. all part of us. And And what I find, and having done all this work and working with others, I'm going to be honest, and sometimes I find it a little difficult to understand people who don't see that That's it's all part of being human, mm-hmm. is that this is what you're supposed to be doing, is navigating all the stuff that you've been through, understanding who you are on a fundamental level, because when you do, you create this beautiful reality that you deserve and that you desire. You don't have to, you don't have to be in toxic relationships. You don't have to have no money or be poor. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to do any of the things that are making you feel negatively. You have a choice. And you can change things for yourself if you
0: just get curious. Mm, That is beautiful. Uh, So I always end as we Are wrapping up on time I know I could talk to you for so long um Mm -hmm. but the top three things that people can start doing to implement in their lives on their healing journeys that are truly you know just soul fulfilling
1: top three things
0: I know that's really on the spot right
1: that is so on the spot thank
0: you (laughs) keep you on your toes here
1: yeah, why not? I love it like that anyway. <laughs> um I think I think we've already just spoken about one of them is get curious. Yes. Get yes. curious. If there's something in your life that you're unhappy with, get curious about what it is you want and what it is about that situation that you're unhappy, and keep peeling back those layers until you find the answer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not sure if there's another two things to, to in addition to that because I think honestly that's probably enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. And once you get going, it all spirals from there, right? Exactly. In a positive way, though. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, it is in a positive way, even though it may feel like hell. Heavy, (laughs) yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I like your word better. (laughs) So if the audience wants to connect with you directly, where is the hub spot to find you, the best spot that they can reach out? I know this was a very vulnerable and deep episode and again i just i really thank you for just being here and sharing your story and just changing the world like you're doing amazing things and just being able to show up today like oh you're amazing thank you
1: thank you so much for having me corny i am you can find me on instagram and my username is at heal.with.sinead and that's s-i-n-e-a-d or you can find me on my website, which is healwithshine.life.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much. And I will be reaching out to you for a little soul journey here. I look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. This is my little labor of love, and I am so grateful for each and every one of you. As always, if you could subscribe, leave me a review, let me know what you think of the podcast. It means so much to me. If there is any questions you guys ever have after an episode or a topic that you would like to have on the show, send me a DM at the sweetest little life on the gram, and I am more than happy to make that come to life for you. Have a beautiful day. As always, shine bright.